Welcome to Medium Jump. I'm your host, Derek, and joining me today are my two good buddies. Dot, dot, dot. Who are they? Who are, are we, my... Is this when we're supposed to be talking? Yeah, you're supposed to join in. Oh, I'm Will. And I'm Spooky Nathan. Wow, you're really in the I'm spirit. Spooky. Are you going to talk like that through the whole review? Yes. Please don't. Do it. Welcome to Spooktober. <laughs> Here's our Spooktober, and Nathan, you chose this one. Which? What did you choose? <sighs> what did you choose? I picked Silent Hill. Why? Which is weird because we're doing like horror movies. This is spooky. Okay. Why'd you pick it? Because um, you know, I want to do a throwback to the OG days of Medium Jump when that was like the point was to review movies that were based on. You know, video games and stuff, yeah. And I was like, yo, we're, let's do Silent Hill. Yo. Like where the name came from? Yeah. Like jumping between like jumping mediums. Jumping mediums, yeah. So, I always thought it was just like the jump in between, like a short jump and a long jump. It's a medium it's like a jump. medium jump. Yeah, it's like the middle jump. Well, that was yeah. a stupid joke, Will. Anyways. <laughs> Killing it. Anyways, uh, for those of you not familiar with Silent Hill, the movie version anyways, uh, it is the touching story of Rose and her daughter Sharon as they travel to a quaint little village filled with quirky characters called Silent Hill. Um, Except whenever the air raid siren rings, it turns into a hell on earth and uh, everything gets very rusty. (laughs) That's the movie. That is pretty much the whole movie. Uh, So, Will, what are your thoughts? My thoughts? General thoughts. Well, all right, hold on. Is this the first viewing for all of us? No. So Nathan and I have seen this probably once or two or three uh, times, once right? Once for me. Once, once? For me. Okay. I've seen it. I, I guess this is probably my third or fourth time watching this, actually. Yeah. I saw this, I don't know, probably like seven years in college. Yeah. You watched it seven years? Four, seven years? You were in college <laughs> for seven years? Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Well, I wasn't even going to college. I was just in the college. But I watched it like seven years ago out of college. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't like it then. No. Yep. I uh, didn't really care for it. thought it was kind of a dumb movie. And you love it now. And so I was super excited when, nay, you picked this. Oh, really? Uh, no. <laughs> because I had to watch it again, and it didn't get much better. You I didn't. Know. You didn't like this? So. You don't like Silent Hill? Mm. I, I don't totally understand its place as a movie. It's not trying to tell me a story. It just feels like a fucking video game reference. Mm. It doesn't feel like a contained story. It feels like the story is convoluted and thrown at you at the last 20 minutes or so, really. Maybe 30 minutes, if I'm being generous. And the rest of it is just talking to characters, dealing with the environment like any other video game. Just, I don't... Nay, what do you think of this movie? I kind of like this movie for some reason. I mean, it's not good. It's not a very good movie. It's not very well acted. Uh, that's probably the most glaring thing is uh, the bad acting. But there are parts of this movie that I like. I really like the set design and the world design. I think that the Ash world is kind of uh, spooky. Spoopy. And then I like the way that it dissolves and rusts whenever it goes into the like d- the darkness. Mm-hmm. And to your point about, like, you know, it not having much of a plot, I think it has plenty of plot for a horror movie. I mean, it's not that uncommon for horror movies to just be, like, kind of um, ambiguous and unclear about, you know, it's just some spookiness happening, and then you just get spooked, and they just kind of toss some bullshit out of the end. So, so all in all, it's, like, maybe, like, a five- out Maybe. of 10 like, like so it hits right. the watchable mark it's like it's not you know it's not a good movie but 
there are some things that I kind of like. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Uh, I like the visuals of this movie. I... And also, I'm just going to interrupt again. I forgot to mention, I, I like the uh, monster design also. Yeah. But go on. Yeah, I like the world of this movie. I like the I like the visuals. I think, for the most part, everything that they did to uh, illustrate the world in this movie worked pretty well. Most of the effects hold up pretty well, with the exception of a little bit of shaky CGI here and there. But, you know, it's not as bad as it could be. Um, but the sets look great. I think the monsters all look good. I think the designs of the creatures and everything are pretty interesting. Uh, I, I agree with Nathan, Nathan's assessment in that it's as for a plot, it's acceptable for a horror movie. It's a little bit, um, like you were saying, a little too video gamey will where it's just like, Oh, I found a drawing of a church. Let's go to the, or of the school. Let's go to the school. I found a weird key in the school. Let's go to this, uh, hotel room or whatever. Um, that definitely feels like they just ripped the plot out of the video game, but yeah, it's just, it's more of a focus on atmosphere. I think, um, it's not great at focusing at atmosphere. It's just like, it's, it's pretty okay, uh, for focusing on atmosphere, but you know, the plot was, I think was just a secondary concern anyways. So I wouldn't criticize it for that. You can't not criticize something just because they didn't throw it in. Just because, oh, well, we weren't really thinking about the plot. Well, it's a, it's a movie. You you should have a plot. And to your point, Nathan, about horror movies not really uh, caring so much about their plots, I think that's valid. However, most horror movies don't have all of the like unanswered characters. Like They really don't talk about Pyramid Head at all. Mm-hmm. They just kind of throw them in there, and they don't really explain anything about that. I just feel like they did that with the mom... Like, the whole church, I didn't totally get it. I don't know. I just felt like everything was just sort of thrown together just uh, for spooky sake. I don't know. Because they needed those characters. It was so hard to follow and actually be involved in this movie. Right. I know you were joking about me falling asleep, Nathan, but I seriously was towards the end. I know. That's why I was waking you up. I wasn't joking. You weren't waking me up. I I wasn't joking. I I thought you were really quiet. Me and Derek were cracking jokes, and I was like, I think we'll sleep. Uh, So, Nate, like... I agree with you. What do you, what you don't? I I don't think that a movie necessarily needs much of a plot to be a movie. Like it depends. I think it depends on what the filmmakers are deciding to focus on. Like if they want to focus on creating uh, just an atmospheric horror film, they can pull that off without much of a plot or no plot whatsoever. I think I think that's plot. I think it's possible to do, and I think it can be effective. I don't think you should allude to more stuff that's going on outside the world if you're not going to have a plot about those things or or that incorporate that stuff. I don't know. It left so many unanswered questions. Just like, what the hell is going on? I didn't think think it left any. Well, and even if it did, like, what is Silent Hill? Silent Hill is this town where there's this weird religious cult in it. And they burn this child alive, and the child and maybe made it's it. purgatory. Yeah, right. So, so maybe, why do you need to have that? Why answer? are they separate? Like, why are there two versions of Silent Hill? Because I don't Cause get one's it. like hell. I don't know. Oh no, I think it's because. So I think it is a a kind of purgatory, right? And the church, because these she, it, the logic is a little dreamlike, but the uh, the demon that's the kind of the evil side of uh, Alyssa or whatever. She says that the characters are safe in the church because they have this like blind devotion to this faith, I guess. And so she apparently can't get into the church. And so she probably goes, uh, she, she sort of goes to sleep for lack of a better expression 
and the silent hill town is left like relatively safe to go out into and then when it turns into this like horrible rusty thing it's like the evil is coming up to to consume somebody to consume someone not well i'm well, using that word broadly she's trying to get her revenge so she senses that somebody is out in the town and the evil comes up and all these monsters come out and start attacking whoever is out there and so the main characters when they're lost in this town they're getting attacked by the 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 ghost the demon child's like need for revenge mm. What it feels like is that those were all elements in the video game, and they just sort of put a story around it that sort of sums it all up. It didn't feel like... And like you said, uh, maybe movies don't need a plot if the director doesn't want to go for a plot, and maybe that wasn't the intention of the director. But I think it's lame. I think that's lame. It ruins the experience for me. So you you prefer more plot-driven films? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, And, you know, that makes sense because you actually don't really like horror movies period yeah. i mean a because you're a big baby and they spoop you it's not but, period but, there's some horror movies yeah. i like yeah rewatching evil dead i like that movie it's like fun yeah that movie doesn't really have a plot though that's just people in a cabin getting attacked by demons but i didn't feel like it needed a plot because th- so they go there and they find the necronomicon mm-hmm. right and then uh like bad shit starts happening right like the plot of it is like oh it's a getaway house and they find something and they delve into that something with this it was like dude fucking spooky guy in the bathroom and later we'll touch on i guess they did touch on that one because he was like yeah so he yeah he was he was punished for being for abusing uh the child i guess i'm just mad that they like really just tacked on pyramid head (laughs) (laughs) just this one thing that's the only thing yeah yeah uh so why, why why does that bother you why have him in other than, hey, you know the video game. Uh-huh. You, you like this guy. We'll put him in. So you would have preferred if he was not in it at all? Or make him like a real part of the story mm-hmm. instead of just like a scary guy that shows up. Yeah. So have you guys played the video games? I have not. Yeah. I've played part of the second one. Uh, Will, have you played any of them? No. I've watched a couple of people play them. I have not played them. Have you, have you watched like the whole thing or no, on YouTube or whatever? No. Okay. Just like... Uh, some stuff here and there. So the second one that I've played, that is the one where Pyramid Head uh, shows up. And our our buddy Jackson is like a huge fan of the Silent Hill games, particularly the, um, the second one. And he doesn't really like this movie. And one of his reasons actually is because Pyramid Head is in it. Apparently, in so I never made it to the end of the second game, but apparently uh, in the second game, Silent Hill acts as like the private hell for the main character of the story. And Pyramid Head is supposed to um, kind of represent his uh, violent sexual desires. And so uh, our friend Jackson's claim is that it does not make sense for Pyramid Head to appear in the movie if this particular character is not within Silent Hill. Because there wouldn't be that sort of like evil force to create him in the first place. And so I guess if you're like a big fan of the narratives of the Silent Hill games, that would be like super annoying um i don't really know anything about them so it's just like he's just a monster to me plus he doesn't like you know there's nothing about his character design that makes him uh you know seem like he's only a monster of created by this guy's sexual desires like yeah he could be a monster created by anything right that said he is i can understand the frustration because he is such a iconic looking character like everybody who hasn't even seen or who's 
only even halfway interested in video games but hasn't played silent hill they probably recognize the pyramid head design and so it is pretty obvious that for the filmmakers they're like well this is a cool looking monster people know him let's just put him in and then you know people who are fans of the game know that it was just like a cynical kind of decision just to like you know have a cool monster in it as opposed to like really taking the narrative seriously um i i guess to will's point even if that character isn't in the movie or they don't really make an attempt to um kind of have pyramid head directly related to uh the main character in some kind of weird way i i actually kind of would have preferred more of a a focus on it because he does only show up twice twice yeah Yeah. uh i think he could have been like the main bad guy of the story or like one of the main bad guys of the story um you probably could have cut out like all of the weird cult stuff i guess it would have been actually like more interesting and simple if they were just stuck in this silent hill town and there's pyramid head like stalking them with like a slasher and then there's all these like other weird monsters that are like minor threats then that would have like even less of a plot they're just like well, I don't mind that I mean, stuff. I might and, simplify it, I guess. Yeah. He's there, and he, she finds her daughter, and then they got to leave. And... Well, because I kind of get what Will is saying about the back end of the movie being, like, super plot-heavy. Because it's just the end of the movie. It's just an exposition dump of, right. like, here's what happened. I was right. a little girl. I got burned. There's a cult in this town. And it's just, like, it's just a flashback for right. a good, like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. That, like, little girl thing really bothered me. I, I didn't think about it the first time that I watched it, but rewatching it this time... <clears throat> It was like a girl was claimed to be a witch, so they burned her, and then Satan showed up and said, uh, do you want to get revenge on everyone? And the little girl, I guess, like winked because she couldn't really speak out of her burned mouth. So Satan infects the little girl, becomes her, also creates, just happens to make, maybe did it on purpose, creates like a good version of the girl, sends that one out into the world. So mm-hmm. now you have like three versions of the girl, the original girl who's still there, like for whatever reason the mean version of the girl and the nice version of the girl yeah what why i i think that the so the demon character in this movie the bad Alyssa, uh she doesn't seem to be like wholly evil you know like she actually seems to make some kind of uh sort of relationship with the the real Alyssa, and so i think that they probably agreed it's like we need to preserve the goodness that's that's in you and so we'll send it out of the town and keep it safe while we destroy and eventually it's gonna need to come back yeah actually no it really didn't need to it just had like weird nightmares yeah i don't like let's go check i don't know if that was um kind of there well i i guess the demon girl decided like we need to lead someone into the town in order to get the people in the church and so they utilized the good Alyssa to drag the mother into the town so that the evil Alyssa could go into her uterus, I guess, and then be reborn in the church so she can kill everybody. But not a convoluted plot. No, it is a convoluted plot. It's like a weird, dreamlike, Alice in Wonderland style plot. I think it is a convoluted plot. I just like that's not the selling point of the movie, I don't think. I think the selling point is the weird creature designs and the set designs i think the plot is just to justify the dreamlike world that they're in the selling point of the movie is the name because the yeah, character sure, designs sure, sure. aren't original at all right yeah. they're from silent they're Hill. from the, yeah they're from the game yeah but i think that's you know um 
but you know they're just translating it into a different medium the plots of the games are like equally ridiculous i think this movie is like um it's kind of a combination of the plots of the first and the second game based off of the things that jackson has described with them but yeah it's not like the games themselves have you know the best or most sensical plots or anything and i just i just don't see that as particularly important in this i think there are plenty of things that you can criticize this movie for and the plot sure you can criticize it for it's just like it's not the main thing it's not the most important thing and like you know the the important things that you can criticize it for are the terrible writing and acting (laughs) we didn't like make a note of this or anything but i just remember that first scene where they just start breaking out in meows <laughs> that was so stupid. I think we've mentioned it. I, I swear I've mentioned this on the podcast before that the first time me and Derek watched this movie, we thought that the character of the little uh, girl, yeah, uh, Alyssa Sharon, or Sharon, yeah, Sharon, we thought that her character was supposed to be autistic because, what? yeah, yeah, because we were like, does she just acts so odd and long like, drive, right? Like, she can't, like, in. <laughs> interact with people socially and we were like is this character supposed to be like an autistic character did you do these drawings no (laughs) mommy who did this i don't like this yeah that did not come off as like autistic to me (laughs) well it's just like it's It's just weird awkward i don't know it's right i think if you're i think if you like want to portray a character as autistic i think the only way to get it across is to have like that savant moment where they drop like a thousand toothpicks on the ground and the girl's just like 967 um <laughs> is that how all autistic people are Can't you just have them like not no. look at you or something but <laughs> like no well you can but they're that's right. how you know that they're not autistic in a movie because they don't know math well, you know math if they're if they're in a movie and they're yeah. supposed to be autistic they need to have like an encyclopedic or calculator brain, brain. man brain it man doesn't, it doesn't rain man right mathematical but i think to portray it well to like tell the audience yes this person is autistic you have to go hard side of the spectrum you can't just sit on the social awkward portion and just be like she had burgers oh, she's not good with people. she had a touch of the burgers she's, she's not good with people she must be autistic like she that like, some people are just socially awkward some people are just bad actors I think that's it's probably. Weird. I think no, I know. It's, it's weird, weird that, that people you, are bad actors. No, it's <laughs> weird that both of you assume that she was autistic. No, 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 no. Okay, so this was. We both came to the same conclusion. We were like, "Well, she. I think she's just a bad actor." But at first, we both had the thought. We were like, "I don't know. I can't. I, this girl might. I wonder if her character's supposed to be autistic. Just a touch of the burgers." <laughs> but then we we came to the same conclusion. Yeah, we were sitting around actor. drinking Actress. wine. Watching Silent Hill, S- gently swilling <laughs> our wine. Yes. Where did that come and, from? Because we're classy people, and we we're having uh, this uh, like detailed conversation while we were watching okay. this film. This has earthy. We were watching a film, and we were talking about the, the themes cinema. of the film at the cinema. Yes, you're right. It is a nutty finish. Yes. <laughs> and as we were enjoying our meal and our wine, and this movie was playing, you know, we became taken with this young lady's performance, and mm. we thought, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, uh, what doth thou think about thine <laughs> ladies? Well, you're getting a little pretentious here, Will. Oh, <laughs> oh speaking this of things you guys like to shit on me about, what did we learn in this movie? I don't know if we learned anything in this Cops movie. Cops suck. Oh, I was going to say that I'm deaf. 
Oh, one oh, of the yeah. biggest issues of this movie did not affect me at all. All right, so anybody who hasn't seen this movie, or anybody, actually, anybody who has seen this movie, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anybody who's seen this movie can tell you that there is a strange quirk in this film in that anytime anybody shines a flashlight directly into the camera... They get pretty loose with that, too. It's sometimes if there's just a flashlight on. <laughs> but go on. It, your ears will begin to bleed because for whatever reason, the filmmakers have decided to put in a piercing ringing sound every single time a flashlight is turned on. And it's it's pretty loud. And yet, Will was unaffected by it. He's like the chosen one. I genuinely can't he hear He just it. rocked out too hard in his, so much ear in his early youth. 20s. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I had like an itch in my ear once, so I just went at it with some scissors. And right. I've never been the same since. Oh, God. But you got rid of that itch, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that would was giving me so much uh, enjoyment because I was just kind of guessing when the sound was playing. <laughs> but then you'd hear me and Derek yeah. go like, oh, like, oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the very first, so she finds a flashlight in, I, don't, I think she's in the school at this point. She finds a flashlight and it cuts to her like walking down the hallway and the camera pans across the, the flashlight and the flashlight shines directly in the camera and it goes like, <laughs> just once and then it's over. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, that was like, Kind of annoying, but, you know, whatever. But then it's just all the time. Like, if it had just done that one time, I would have gone, like, okay, like, it's cool. Like, that's the flashlight now. It, it's like this guy's, you know, kind of director's stamp. Kind of like how J.J. Like Abrams flare. has the lens yeah, rollers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like the flashlight noise. Right. Have you seen, I doubt you've seen any of this guy's other movies. I've actually seen a couple of his really? other, so did I don't remember his name. I, uh, I don't remember his name, but it uh, he did... Um, the Brotherhood of the Wolf, which was a weird horror French kung fu movie, sounds sick. Less sick than you would think it would mm. be. So it came out when Will and I were pretty young. I think probably like two thousand or something. And I really wanted to see it in theaters, and uh, I ended up just seeing it like last year. And it's pretty long. It's pretty stupid, and it's pretty boring. Um, but it's just these Did like the flashlights ring. There's no flat. It's a period piece. So that's the other thing too. Is it's what like period is it? It's Bef- like pre flashlight. <laughs> flashlight. It's like the 1600s. The candles and the it's... torches ring. Yeah, the... fucking imagine <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> and so funny. the the premise of the movie is that there's these French um like soldiers, I guess, that are hired by a town to hunt down a monster that is attacking the villagers. And these these soldiers, they, like, know kung fu. And uh, so they're going around beating people up and everything, looking for this monster. And as the plot unravels, uh, it's suggested that the monster uh, is actually, like, a lion or something. It's, like, a creature that they captured in Africa. And this person brought back home to France and then, like, put armor on it and unleashed it on the town. And now there's this, like, weird little cult that's, like, obsessed with this lion monster creature and it's just i I don't know didn't really do anything for me i didn't like it sounds awesome it's pretty stupid uh so he did another movie um he did a a french version of uh beauty and the beast actually pretty recently 
Um, that was okay. That was all right. Uh, but I think that's it. I think that's those are the only other two movies I've seen. He hasn't done that many as far as I know. Um, the writer, actually, his name... I So I didn't even know this when we were watching the movie. The guy's name popped up in the end credits, and I was like, oh, huh. His name's Roger Avery. And uh, I think you both have probably seen a couple of his other movies. Um, he Enlighten helped, me. He helped Quentin Tarantino write Pulp Fiction. You know what's so fucking funny is I was going to say Pulp Fiction as a joke. I was going to be like, oh, do you do Pulp Fiction? So, <laughs> I fucking wish I had done that. I was like, that would have been it. so stupid you to could, say. You could feel it. He, yeah, dude, when I think about like quality writing, I think Pulp Fiction and then like right below that, Silent Hill. <laughs> so he helped write Pulp Fiction. Um, he wrote and directed the uh, kind of Reservoir Dogs like crime movie Killing Zoe. Um, and another one I know that you've seen, Nathan, uh, it's in my collection. Hell yeah. He did the, uh, the horror movie 100 Feet. Mm, actually no strike that he didn't yeah, do 100 feet that was eric that I was eric red that. yes he yes he did that's the one where the girl is on house arrest and her like, ex-husband is haunting the house Mamba? uh that's Mamba? recent it's Isn't recent, recent yeah it's movie? a recent movie i don't think i ever saw it you saw you went on a date with a girl and you saw it i know this you came and you told me all about this date ah, you said it was the best night of your life you said you're gonna love her forever even if she left you you would chase ooh. after her you would chase her to the ends of the earth and you would get down on one knee and you would say i love you please marry me i can't live without you and she said no that wasn't me i don't think that was me oh. bitch cop bitch cop we let's got, talk let's about talk bitch about cop. I'm just skipping your stuff my stuff is the best stuff bro. so bitch cop she was the best character in this right fuck wow. off what like hands down are you kidding me no why do you like bitch cop good fighter she was trying to do her job terribly why because she's okay so <laughs> i let feel me, like you're more involved in this let me set she, the right, scene wait, wait, wait. hold on hold okay on. let's just after I'll let you go on your 10-minute rant. I just want to get these, like, two fucking words out. Compared to every other character, she was the best character no. because they set the bar so low. No. Go on your I rant disagree. about why okay. she's so terrible. So, let me set the scene for everyone at home. Uh, I got to remember the characters' names. Rose. Okay, Rose and Sharon stop at a gas station to get gas. Uh, Sharon is having a little panic attack because she's like, oh, someone, my drawings are messed up, so I'm, like, scared. And so she is crying, and Rose is consoling her, hugging her, and the child is hugging her back and saying, mommy, mommy, like, I'm scared, like, help me. Bitch cop sees this from across the parking lot, watching the little girl hug the mom, and the mom console her lovingly. Mom goes into the store to pay for the gas bitch cop walks up to the car then she says to the little girl everything okay in here and the little girl rolls up the window and says, well she, not in that order she says don't talk to strangers also that the way she said that seemed a little autistic anyway <laughs> um and rolls up the window okay cut to later actually no cut to like two seconds later mom comes back out and uh, they have, like, not really a confrontation. Like, she's just like, the cop says, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, we're all set. Thank you. And then the cop takes down her license plate number. She's like, this is suspicious. So nothing about that was suspicious, but I need to take down this license plate number and harass these people because I'm a bitch. Later on, <laughs> mom's driving down the road. Cop comes up behind her, turns on the blue lights, tries to pull her over. I don't understand why mom peels off at this point. Because the cop was good and made the right call. 
If the mom's gonna fucking run, then she's up to something. Yeah, but she had no reason yeah, to go exactly. after her in the first place. It was suspect. What was? What, what was she suspect? She was just checking in. She wasn't doing anything wrong. She sees a mom why would and a she even bother? girl, and she's just like, I don't fucking know what's Why would you here. assume that? And why wouldn't she just address that right at the gas station? Hey, she's getting like who, a read on who, him, and then the mom was like having none of it. The mom is like giving her the total cold shoulders, like, we don't need any help. She says it twice. She says it Because twice. the cop is staring at her. She's like cop, accusingly staring at her. to look like anyone else? Does she have a warrant to look at her? <laughs> so, so then right. they end up in Silent Hill, right? Okay. Rose gets out of the car after she crashes, uh, or doesn't crash, but the, the car stalls out. She gets out of the car. She's running around a bit looking for her daughter, Sharon. Can't find her. All this weird stuff is happening. She's running back to her car. Bitch cop comes out. Yeah. Handcuffs her. It's like handcuff someone who uh, uh, evaded arrest. They're in an alternate dimension. They're in an alternate dimension. And she's like, I'm arresting you. No one's aware of that. So they they go walking. They come to the edge of the world. Right. And she's like, no more earth. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get that. She was handcuffed before that. She's like, I'm going to leave you handcuffed. Yeah. She says, can you take the cuffs off me? And she's like, no, there's a fire tower. We can get a look at uh, where the rest of the planet went (laughs) from it. Whenever uh, cops handcuff someone and the person in handcuffs is like, can you take the handcuffs off me? And the cop's like, nope. Ask All right. Well, I'll tell you that if, if, if I was a cop and I had so a prisoner a with cop, me and so we ended glad. up in another dimension where there were Don't monsters and the, 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 gr- the ground is missing, I might be like, hmm, maybe I'm in a scenario where I might need help from this person and then an armless you know you faceless monster comes and attacks them and spits acid on her wait and who kills that monster the cop oh with the one with the gun oh the competent character in the this. one with the only person with a weapon killed the monster <laughs> with no arms okay good for it good for her yeah and the other and thing too about she the doesn't cop say like wait you're right this is fucked let me take the handcuffs no, off you the mom runs away yeah well she could have yelled at her she should have said wait you're right. This is pretty fucked she up. What she always does and just runs away from cops. And the other thing, too, is mad. when the cop ar- arrests her, the the woman is like, my daughter is missing. There's a child missing. And the cop is like, yep, I'm taking you back to the prison. And she's like, we're in this fucky world. My daughter is missing. The she's like, we'll a, deal with that later. The cop has a really good point of how do I know it's how do I know you're the mom? So if I was that cop and I know that there's a person missing, I would arrest that person Put handcuffs on him, put him in the back of the the trunk or whatever, put him in the car, and then go looking for the daughter. She was just gonna abandon the daughter to to be out in the town. How do you know that the woman didn't kill the girl and like ditched her somewhere? And I feel like she should know that she's the mom because she watched the daughter hug her and call her mom. <laughs> she could have been calling for her mom <laughs> while hugging the person that kidnapped her. Yeah, kids are dumb, dude. No, that will is dumb. That cop is like had no reason to pick on them. You know, and I made they- a joke while we were watching the movie. <laughs> I was like, you know, my prediction for the podcast is that Will is going to find a way to make the uh, the school teacher the hero, the bad guy character. She's going to be the good guy. I, I never like, anticipated I he would never think of the cop. Thought that would have been the cop. I'm going to be honest. I thought of a lot of arguments about the school teacher. Realized I couldn't do it. <laughs> picked your least favorite character. <laughs> So, I do think you give her a hard rap. I don't think she did anything wrong. So what if she has a suspicion? So what if she sees a crying girl with a mom at, late at night doing some weird shit and she's like, whatever. Stop doing any weird over. shit. She whatever, just stops. Whatever. So she pulls him over. She, don't even know if you're going to get a ticket. Don't even know what. She just wants to see what's up. She wants to have a conversation. The mom runs. Anything past that, the mom's in the wrong. I just hate that cop. 
<laughs> okay, like, I'll give you that. Like, the mom made a bad decision there, but the cop made multiple... The mom made one bad decision. The cop made multiple bad decisions. Here's here, all right. Here's multiple. where here's multiple. where here's where I get more upset. I guess it's just it all feels so forced and contrived. It's like they were like the writers were like, okay, we need to have this cop try and pull her over. She can't just be like speeding or something. That would make sense if she's driving too fast down the road and the cop comes out to pull her over and she like just drives off for some reason well, that would, that would that still would make not sense. make sense that was, that was still not make sense to evade a speeding ticket <sighs> it's just why it's just why i guess you know what we are being unfair to the cop because there's just stupidity all around right and it's all the writer's fault but yeah. later in the movie as it goes on the cop is like she gets better she, does she redeem herself no i hate her she deserves what a did burn. she do wrong you assholes. <laughs> like, I really don't... What do you think, Nate? Did she redeem herself? I, while I was watching... Like, I also hate her with a passion. But while I was watching a second time, I was like... She kind of is, like, the homie of the movie. Like, she... I mean, she's still not smart. Because she just dies when she really didn't have to. Agreed. I agree about that. So she holds off the three henchmen and the, the school teacher and lets the mom run away. When she could have just either ran away with her or pretended that she still had bullets when all the people still believed Well, actually, the play would have been to pull out the gun, get into the elevator with Rose, and been like, don't come after us or I'll shoot you, and then there left. There you go. But instead, she stays behind. She's pulls- like, I'll fight him off. Oh, wait, I'll just get my ass <laughs> whipped. That bothered me. So she fights three of them just fine, knocks them all down, does her little power play where she points an unloaded gun that she knows is unloaded at the school teacher, fires it, revealing that she doesn't have any bullets, and then just lets three dudes beat on her. Why yeah. didn't she fight back? She still had her little stick. Didn't make any sense. But she did stick up for the mom. So, so I mean, like... I, I still liked it when herself. she burned, though. Me too. It made I me just, feel I, The other thing, too, is I don't like her attitude. That's the main thing. I don't like her attitude. She's a bit prissy. Stick up her ass. A cop with a stick she's up there. Mean? Ass. I don't like her. My God, she's not mean. She's oh my God, mean. you guys are you defending so mean unfair. cops now. She's a mean lady. <laughs> I don't like her. She deserved a burn for being a little rude, and because she was a cop. Why did the school teacher <laughs> think she was a witch? Just because you showed up and you're new, and we do that to new people? They well, thought, no, no they thought... because they they killed Anna. They were blaming them for killing the, that woman's daughter. Well, so that no, so the school teacher sticks up for them at first for that. Right. She's like, we can't blame them for that, but then. She sees oh, the yeah, mom's yeah, locket yeah, yeah, has a yeah. picture of Alyssa on it. And so she... And the cop's just guilty by association? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. What the hell? That, that's not, that doesn't make... That, that makes sense. That's uh, yeah, like... That one doesn't make sense. make sense to me. If you are the type of person that believes that there are such things as witches, and you meet a person and her friend, and you discover evidence to suggest that one of them is a witch no nah, man you why didn't couldn't know. you just be like i didn't know that was a witch you didn't know I, I just tried to pull her over because they're not gonna trust you why don't you just explain your situation instead of just being like oh i didn't know let me pull out this gun and point it at you explain yourself to the psychopath well because yeah. in the in in the cops have some for, for the cop anyways she's not going to just bail on rose because she has a vested interest in rose succeeding she wants her to find her daughter so she wouldn't just be like oh i don't know this person i'm, I'm clean you don't have to say you don't know this person. You could just say, I didn't know they were a witch. Yeah, but then that's still disassociating yourself, and that's still throwing her to the wolves. Not if she's gone. She was, like, already down in the uh, basement, in the elevator. Yeah, but she wouldn't have been able to get into the elevator if the cop hadn't pulled her gun on the bad guys. 
I don't know. <laughs> None of these characters make sense. Your movie makes me angry because they just make I feel like you are leaps. nitpicking on this one right now. <laughs> you don't believe you're not buying the school teacher character for getting mad at the cop. Yeah. <laughs> for like burning her, her character is like a zealot. She's like full of fear and she's paranoid. Of course she's going to blame a person associated with the individual she thinks is a witch. Then the school teacher is rude and I don't care for she, her. She that- <laughs> I don't know why you guys are trying to defend her. I didn't like her at all. I don't like her either. So, who do we blame for this shit movie? I know Nathan likes it. Do we just... Is You're it putting words in my mouth now, alright? Is it solely the writers? I'm gonna rewind this fucking tape. You're like, I like this. You know, I, like I, I did say that, but I also said I gave it a 5 out of 10. Yeah, so. that's apparently what... No, it's, 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 a hard, it, it's not a great movie, but I think it's watchable. I think it's like entertaining enough. Uh, yeah, I would put the blame on the writers. I think I actually think for the most part, as much as you said, like the uh, the I think as we, we were saying, the acting is terrible. I actually think the adult actors are fine. Yeah, the kid was. I think the kid is like the funny one. The kid is the <laughs> she's bad not one. Funny, she's bad. I think she's funny sometimes, depending well, on the line. Long drive. Long drive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. The um. Because this movie doesn't really fail yeah. in its cinematography. Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. cinematography is cool, actually. Yeah. I liked a lot of the shots. I think there were several shots in this that mimicked the fixed angle that you see in the Silent Hill video games. I thought that was like, if intentional, a uh, really cool homage. Mm-hmm. Homage? Homage? It homage. is homage, yes. Yeah, saying it correctly. Well, homage. <laughs> uh, so. Herbs. Let's, uh bring out this topic conversation compared to other video game movies how does this rate uh let's see uh i'm gonna go like say it's like one of the best video game it's adaptations ta- it's honestly like it's, ta- it's it's definitely in the better half i wouldn't you know? agree with that you wouldn't what's a better what's a better uh video game movie video game the only ones i can think of that are better Scott than pilgrim no, 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 no. Based on a video game there's a video game of the movie. based <laughs> on a video game I, the only one I can think of is that um, Ace Attorney movie that we've seen. Oh, that was good. Super I Mario. Think of any video mm, What? Is that what? better? I mean, like, actually better than. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> Will's, like, deep in thought. Here. I'm, like, so blank. I can't think of any video game movies. All I can think of is Mortal House Kombat, of House of the Dead... Wing Commander, the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers Wing movie. Wing Commander real or are you just trolling? No, that has a movie. What? Yeah. Cool. Um, Bionic Commando. Prince of Persia. Bionic Commando didn't have one. God, should have. Video game movies sucked. Yeah, I just remembered why Hit- we stopped doing, doing video Persia, game movies. Hitman. I have not seen Prince of Persia, How actually. How do you know it was bad? Doesn't it have Jake Gyllenhaal in it? It has Jake Gyllenhaal in it. I like could, Jake Gyllenhaal. Could be good. Maybe we should watch. It's probably not, though. Who could Assassin's Creed that got didn't terrible reviews? That. Is that a movie? Yeah, yeah, like it did recently? with uh, Michael Fassbender yeah. in it. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, it got really, really, really bad reviews. Mm. Um, I feel like there is one video game movie that we really Resident liked. Evil. No, those suck. Uh, we said we liked Actually, it. Actually, you know what? I would put Silent Hill below Resident Evil as a full series, not even just the first one. Like whole series, I think Resident Evil is better for a video game movie than Silent Hill. Really? Yeah. No, you're wrong. <laughs> I would rather watch the Resident Evil movies than Silent Hill again. I'd rather watch I, no all way. of the Resident Evil movies. No than one Silent way. Hill. This, the Resident Evil movie that we watched that was atrocious. It was awesome. 
You're fucking bananas, dude. Great movie. <laughs> Uh, why do video game movies suck? Why is it so hard to make a video game movie? I mean, I know we've distressed this before, but... Because the writers don't give a shit about making a cohesive story. They care about a bunch of fucking video game, like, aspects that they can just throw in and that, I don't know, they assume the audience will be like, I know that. But why is that? I, I mean, that they make good comic book movies. They make good yeah. book movies. Maybe we just have to wait until the point at which people who grew up with video games are, like, in charge of right. How is it that not now it's probably like gonna happen soon Maybe prince of persia was amazing maybe that's the start of it i gotta put a pause and we're back wow what a seamless edit now no one will know that you stopped the whole thing just so you could take a shit and they'll never know that Derek didn't hit record so that way will that was the second time will said that because he thought it was recording but they <laughs> definitely won't know that Derek didn't wash his hands Ew. i did wash my hands i use soap Ew. and everything that's the real horror story of this so look megan dinged my car this morning and then she made up for it by poisoning me with chinese food so you know we got to deal with the shits uh, all right well hopefully it won't happen again you know what weirds me out about this movie uh, is that? it it's trying to be a horror movie but i don't feel like it does the normal horror movie stuff okay well wait, look what's, what's what's the normal horror movie stuff the normal horror movie stuff is like main characters constantly making really bad choices okay and i don't feel like i had that the the main protagonist in this was like stupid and she followed video game logic it wasn't like she was ever making the wrong choice it was just that her choices didn't make sense even though they were the right ones so you admit that it wasn't the wrong choice to run away from the cop <laughs> oh no, no I'm, that sorry, was I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry that was stupid no that <laughs> was actually really stupid. that actually uh no that's a good point it's the first time that the main character really makes just a really stupid decision so um, yeah, I agree with you. There's like, I don't think there's a single jump scare in this movie. Um, like Derek said, the the point of the movie and the focus of the movie is really on the environment and the atmosphere and the monsters, which I think are, you know, designed really well. I know they're just ripped off from the game, but they do a good job uh, porting them to the, the screen, the yeah. silver screen. Even when they do, though, they're not scary they're more disturbing than so right yeah i don't even know if i would i i guess they look kind of disturbing but they only look disturbing in that way in which you like find a 15 year old emo kids art portfolio and open it up and find like a bunch of like weird this is disturbing people with like knives in their heads and stuff like that it's just kind of like shocking visually i feel like if it was to be really actually frightening they would expand on some of the concepts and characters that they introduce because in theory that concept of the janitor trapped in the restroom who has been mutilated after abusing this child that's like a scary idea you know that's like a scary horror movie villain and yet He's not really utilized that much. He just shows up for like half a second, and then apparently they felt that he was important enough to give a backstory to. Yeah. That's why it's like I almost feel like the movie would have been better served if they focused less on this like weird cult, I guess, but have this person show up in this town. There's evidence that they burned a little girl alive because they thought that she was a witch. And then she encounters a number of weird creatures and monsters in it. And then at the end, you you realize that it's like each of these creatures was created 
by punishing one of the townspeople in a particular way to an act of vengeance and then just like drop the whole thing with like the multiple Alyssa's or whatever. It's just, just have a woman is driving along. She gets stuck in a fog, finds herself in silent Hill just randomly. And she starts investigating the town. And then that this whole mystery unravels. Don't have this like weird plot with like the three Alyssa's and like the mistaken identities and this like weird cult. It's just this evil witch girl and this town that she's been punishing. Wait, so this movie would have been better if it focused solely from the perspective of the cop after she tried to pull over the woman? So just picture that. Like it's from the perspective of the cop. She tries to pull someone over. Doesn't work. They just keep going. She chases them instead of... Uh, the mother getting into the car crash, it's the cop. Yeah. Suddenly the cop's in Silent Hill all by herself. Right. Yeah, I mean, so in this case, you wouldn't even need another character. So I would imagine, like, I think it would just be better if you just have, like, the the Rose character or whatever. Um, but yeah, you could have the cop do it. I don't care. Like, whatever. Um, but yeah, the, the I think they, they focused a little too much on the stuff that's not scary. Well... I mean, a cult can be scary, but in this particular instance, the cult is like the least scary element of the whole. Can movie. a cult be scary? I think I so. Think cults are scary in movies. You like, don't think so? No. I think they, they have, have a, a scary potential cult. in a movie. Um, oh man, put me on the spot right? here. I don't fucking know. The village, so spooky. <laughs> So I don't know. Spooky. I can't think of like a scary. Not scary. I can't think of a scary cult off the top of my head. Honestly. Cults come off as a little silly, which is weird. Right? Because That's in what real I'm saying. Life, they're, they're actually horrifying. they're legit scary. Yeah. I uh, actually one of the most like freaked out I've ever been was I watched a documentary about a cult like one night, and I just like could not get to sleep after that. They're just I like so really, brainwashed and really frightening. Want to go into a like Scientology, uh, like recruitment place or whatever and just like see what they do to grab people like how the hell i do not know how you got from the transition of cults to scientology (laughs) i would advise that we do not speak directly about their names however if you would like to talk about other cults that recruit then do that freely (laughs) but yeah you said other cults, though. That would have been... <laughs> Take it all down! I'm sorry, Zenu. <laughs> Will, don't kill yourself! No, no, <laughs> I'm worried about lawyers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. <laughs> sorry, Tom Cruise. No, but that's that's true. Cults are never done well in movies, and it's unfortunate because cults are, like, one of the spookiest things about real life. Yeah. Maybe horror movies in real life just uh, aren't similar. Maybe they're not uh, meant to be a one-to-one reflection. I'm sure there is a scary horror movie about a cult. I'm Dude, just do you think a cult right could now. get you? Do you think they could get you? No, because I would like not ever go and what look if, at their like, stuff in the first place. What if you just met some people and they're like, "Dude, like, you want like, you move to a new city, yeah. you meet these people, like a couple, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, come like, on.' I'd have to be like way more desperate. That's the right. thing. They prey on the desperate. But then you have exactly. no idea what the you know. You're so, just hanging out with these people for a while. Yeah, but then they would be like, "Hey, do you want to join our church?" And I like hate oh, religion, yeah. so I would be like, I guess "Once that came, yeah, out, fuck that." Like, yeah. No, if it was like, you know, Megan dumps me, I lose all my my money, I lost my job, and I'm just like, all my friends abandoned me. Then yeah, maybe I'd join a cult, but. Right I really now, do think you have to be in that spot to get duped into it. Yeah, I think you just got to be so desperate and lonely. And that was the thing with uh, 
uh, Tom Cruise. No, we like um with the there's a documentary called Going Clear, and the guy is explaining like how he ended up in the cult, and it was just like him and his wife were just like super lonely. They had nothing to do. And they didn't know what Scientology was at the time. And they were like, oh, yeah, like we're looking. It was pitched to them as like community activities, you know, like, oh, we're just like a club, you know, and we do things for the community. And be like, OK, I'll join. Like, let's like, you know, make bake sales and stuff and help out the co- community. And then he just got sucked in. But yeah, otherwise. Wait, you watch this documentary? Going Clear? Yeah, it's pretty interesting, that actually. Sounds, I want to watch that. that check it that's out. a movie about what I was just saying that I wanted to know about, so I don't know why you didn't mention that earlier, Derek. <laughs> why are you getting mad like, at me? Why? <laughs> um, do you guys know there's a sequel to this movie? What? Really? It is Silent Hill Revelations. What? Megan and I watched it one night. Is it about Sharon? Is it better than this? It's not about Sharon. No, uh, n- it's worse. How? <laughs> Significantly worse. How? Um, so you know how you're saying like there's no jump scares in this one and you appreciated that? Yeah. So the Silent Hill Revelations um has a lot of jump scares. One of them is a Pop Tart jumping out of a toaster. <laughs> so right. someone puts it's a not a Pop Tart jumping, it's just the toaster. It's, going it's popping up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's not monster a monster. It's not a monster. So they put the Pop Tart in and then the the <laughs> toaster goes off and like the Pop Tart hops out and it, like the music is like Right. And like, so I was like, oh, oh just a pop. That's awesome. That's brilliant. That's so funny. I and love that. I picture a slope, but it's supposed the bottom, to... and it's like building the music. It's like, <laughs> and then click. And um, Pyramid Head is a hero in it. Oh, badass. What? So like, the bad guy. I don't really remember the movie that much, but so the girl in it is not any of the characters in this movie, but she is kind of modeled after the character in Silent Hill 3, so she's got, like, the white vest and everything. So she's lost in Silent Hill for some reason, and there's, like, a bad guy character. I think it's Alyssa, actually, who's, like, coming after her. And then, I don't know why, but, like, the girl has some kind of, like, psychic link to Pyramid Head, and Pyramid Head, like, defends her. Man. badass. I don't like that. I love it. No, you're, I want to watch. You want to watch it? Okay. Just for the pop tart scare. Hey, maybe we'll get. Maybe we'll hit Silent Hill Revelations next time. Was I get another pick? Don't I? I get another. You do. You can pick okay. Silent Hill Revelations. Silent Hill Two. <laughs> so yeah, to anybody who doesn't who, who doesn't understand. So since there's, you know, we all want to have two picks for Spooktober because we were and fighting Derek's about bad it. Bad at math. We are going to go a little long for Spooktober. We're going to do me doing a pick, Will doing another pick, and Nathan doing another pick. And then October will officially be over. When Spooktober is over, October is over. Yes. Write it on your calendars. Get your graph paper out. Add a couple days, (laughs) two weeks. What are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? Um... It's just like not uh, my favorite, honestly. Everyone is kind always a like, pain oh, in the Thanksgiving ass. is my favorite holiday. Oh, I love Thanksgiving, and I always look like the asshole, and I'm like, I am not the biggest fan of Thanksgiving. That's because people want to seem like they have souls, you know? They're like, Christmas is too commercial. Thanksgiving is still you about family. family. I hate Thanksgiving. You have to drive like four hours to go to your family that you see like once a year, and they always ask the same questions. They're like... How's school? I'm like, I graduated. Oh, how's work? It's good. And then I'm like, all right, don't talk to me for a while. I'm going to eat this food. The food's good. Yay, food. Hanging out at the kids' table. And then I have to sit around while my parents talk to 
everyone, and then they decide that we can leave. Thankfully, Dad backs us up because right. he wants to leave probably before right. we even want to leave or even think that we have the option to leave. Like, right. it might be kind of rude to leave now. Okay, guys, like, let's let's get out of here. We left our cousin's <laughs> wedding before they cut the cake, I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> we were out of there like a gunshot. That's how much our dad hates family <laughs> gatherings. Yo, dude, you don't have to tell me about that. My family is all about leaving early. We show up late, we leave early. That's our move. You know what the real move is, though, is to work a shitty retail job, and then when people are Get like, paid triple time. Well, that and people are like, "Oh, you coming around for Thanksgiving?" I'm like, "Oh no, I'm sorry. I work the day after. It's not reasonable for me to come down for one day, so I'm just gonna hang out here." And then they feel bad. They're like, "Oh, I'm so that's just not right." And then you're like, "Oh, I know. I'm gonna soak up this pity, but I don't really give a shit because I'm getting paid triple time." So you do get paid triple time on no, Black Friday? What? You don't? No place does that, Nay. Uh, I know a lot of places that if you work on a holiday, you get triple time. I don't get triple time. I get like time and a half. But I don't know any places that do triple time. When I worked at Target, they didn't do anything. anything. I it's just think, another work day? I think bullshit. if you're working, because uh, they open at midnight on uh, on Black Friday, I think if you are working like before midnight, like helping set up, you right. get like double time, like holiday pay. Right. But after that, it's that's just like a normal up, day. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what, do not work a retail job where they make you come in on black friday black friday is the worst you see the worst of humanity and it you are miserable Derek, plus how many black fridays have you worked uh probably like two it's not a competition probably like two i think two. yeah you gotta get into the grind of it man it's easy black friday is easy to stay black friday is the only day where you can tell people to piss off you're busy that was kind of satisfying a few times just yeah. to be like i don't know what to tell you yeah see ya ahead. uh got a hundred people here dude guys don't don't shop don't be a part of black friday it sucks don't be that person. I think it's so funny. Oh, God, we're so off topic. I think it's so funny that we have Thanksgiving, the day for giving thanks, and then the very next day is just like fucking consumerism. Yeah. <laughs> be thankful uh, for what you have. Buy! Buy more! More! It's on sale! Play right now! You know what my favorite holiday is? Halloween. Because it makes no airs about being anything but super greedy and mischievous. It's just, it is what it is. It doesn't pretend to be like something heartwarming or anything lying everyone loves christmas i like christmas too but i just like i christmas is kind of annoying sometimes because you go out and it's like there's all this commercialism and stuff and it's just like shut the fuck up i hate christmas music i hate all this stuff i like christmas i like the day christmas i like getting presents and hanging out but like that there's christmas stuff in shops already no i hate that you're right that (laughs) shit doesn't bother me although i do hate christmas music so much what's there to hate about halloween nothing uh Damn i hate no I, you know what i hate trying to come up with co- a costume don't even bother like me but then you, you're like people are like oh come to this party it'll be a lot of fun you're like i want to go to a party but now i have to think of a stupid ass costume to wear just put a sheet over your head be a ghost. ghost that's a good idea or cut a bunch of holes in and be, be charlie, charlie brown, brown. and carry around a rock yeah it's a good yeah, costume no one likes that guy yeah, fuck Charlie Brown. <laughs> Nobody does like Charlie Brown. It's so sad that, like, even Snoopy doesn't like Charlie Brown because he, like, adopted him and, like, found... Didn't he, like, find him in the rain? Like, he was a stray... I don't know. I don't know you much about... I don't know much minutes. about the Charlie Brown he was canon. He a little stray pup, and he was like, oh, let me take care of you. And now Snoopy's just like, fuck you, Charlie Brown, you dumb bitch. I'm gonna go hang out with Linus. We're gonna go fuck, uh... What's Lucy? Lucy. There's a, uh... Not Charlie Linus. Movie, isn't there? Didn't they just yeah, there is. Roder. 
I think there might be like an old holiday one, but I feel like they recently did a Peanuts movie. You think there might be an old holiday oh, one? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, they did make a, a Blue Sky, did an animated version. Should have done that. Of Charlie Brown? Horror movie. Oh, a Charlie Brown horror movie would be so good. That actually would, like a slasher movie, yeah. all the Charlie Brown characters getting killed. That would be kind of fun. Do you think it would just be Charlie Brown? Though? You know who would be? No, 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 no. The person killing all. everybody would be one of the adults. Wah, 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 wah. It's but then like, it turns out that it's Charlie Brown pretending, pretending to be an adult. Because he's mad that everyone shits on him. That you know that has a narrative kind of logic to right. it. Uh, I guess let's wrap, wrap this up and do I some. I don't know why you want to wrap it up. I was enjoying our conversation and uh, jump recommends. Jump recommends. What do you got, Nathan? Uh, skip me. Hold on. I got. Will, what do you got? Prepared. Dude, one of my favorite shows is back on the air. Broad City, uh, with its fourth season. One of oh God. It just, it stars two young women, and it, I believe it is a realistic portrayal, um, at least of what some women go through. It's not anything heavy where it's just like, they do with abuse on a daily basis. They're just really good friends, and they're hanging out, and they smoke weed, and they have a lot of sex, and they're just like making jokes. I don't know. I love that shit. I like, show. I like Broad City, too. It's like the good version of Girls. What? What? Girls? Do you know what that is? Is Girls a show? Or Girl, are you talking about no, just girl, like girls, girls, is, girls is a show. Okay. Uh, and it's insufferable to watch. Well, but Broad City is like the same kind of thing, but it's funny. And it's got Hannibal Buress in it. And, and he's, he's hilarious. He's funny. He's hilarious. You like him. He's in the shows I you like. I do like him. I like the Eric Andre show, and he's in that. I'm not the biggest fan of his stand-up, though. I'll say it. Not my not my cup of tea. He has some jokes that I really do like. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Aziz Ansari. I'll recommend that. I watched Aziz Ansari stand-up live at uh, Madison Square Garden on Netflix. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Aziz. Did you, you, um... You little Indian... I think you're Indian. <laughs> Have you seen his show? Yeah, that show's really... I think I actually... Rec- I'd recommended that oh, on... I think you I'd, did, It was yeah. season two. I recommended on uh, Jump Recommends. That show's really good. Aziz is good. He has a great personality yeah. for stand-up. Yeah. I think he's, uh... He's got... What do you... Not, like, emphasis, but what do you call it when you, like, change the way you talk? Like, how you speak? Uh, so, do you, like delivery or intonation tempo or uh, maybe it is intonation i don't know he is really good delivery tim, tam, tamber Tam- tamper? tampon it's tamper? like the reason that people liked dane cook when they liked dane cook was because he would like yell so charismatic that's it yeah mm. he, was, he would yell and he would just uh be like charismatic i think aziz kind of has the same thing going dane for cook him. is a but good he actually showman. has like comedy yeah, yeah. Dane, dane cook has stories not necessarily funny right. stories but killer delivery. Right, right. He's just I've like just stand up, and I'm like, ooh, I know, like you're not that funny, but yeah. I, I like watching you He's run around the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good job. You can't knock him for it. Absolutely. Uh, what do I got? I haven't really watched that much this week, actually. Uh, I guess I'll recommend Nightmare on Elm, a new nightmare. Wes Craven's A New Nightmare. So I've been going through the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies one after the other in honor of Halloween. I think I've mentioned that before. And I uh, just got to the end of the original series, and it's called New Nightmare, and it is a strange, strange movie. Uh, it is a meta movie. It All the actors in it play themselves, and the concept is Freddy Krueger is not only a film star or a film character, but he was the character was inspired by this strange demonic force that is breaking free from like the dream world and attacking the movie set. And as the movie goes on, the actors playing themselves begin to 
sort of transform into the characters that they play in the movies and it's just a trip it's like not scary at all because it's like kind of too meta and removed but it's kind of interesting it's just like this is so weird and i can't believe they did this with like a mainstream horror franchise like they had it established as just like a typical slasher kind of thing and then for their like seventh sequel sequel or whatever they were like and just fuck it we'll just do this weird ass thing (laughs) What do you guys think I should, uh, I'm going to a Halloween party and I got to do a, I, uh, asked this chick I work with if she wanted to be my plus one. She was like, hell yes. Now I got to do a couple's costume. Oh shit. Why'd you do something stupid like that? What do you guys think? Ooh, be, be the shining twins. Be the, uh, oh. back into the horse and stare at her butt all day. Oh, <laughs> those are a couple of good ideas. I'll, uh. What is a good couple's costume? There's I got to be a really Do the good shining one. twins would be fun. People would take pictures and he would get a lot of karma because he would be. A guy in drag, I do it all and she'd be a little cutie in a in a in a dress. Guys in drag are coming back. That was like a big thing in like I don't know what sixties through the eighties. I I don't know where you're going with this. Like music, sure. That was like a big cultural thing. Yep. It was like all androgynous people. Yeah. And now I feel like drag is coming back. Uh, stating what's an example? Kills coming back. Kilts, kilts, kilts are in fashion. I don't think Not kilts ever were in fashion nor out of fashion. You guys they, don't know what girls think. It, That's your problem. Is you don't you're not on the market for men, so you don't see like what's attractive for men. Are, are you, you on, on the, the market, market for, for men? men? No, but I hang out with people who are. And so they think that kilts are attractive. How come you don't? You've had kilts women. and man buns, dude. How come you don't? Kilts and man buns. How come you don't bring your gay friends around us? I'm talking about women. What? Oh, so you don't, are you, you don't serious? People men. actually have said to you that kilts are attractive to them. Yes. You're and so man buns. Full of shit. Yes. Man buns are attractive. Man buns are so hot right now. Bullshit. You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't what fucking if I had a beard you. and a man bun? You can. That's the look. Yeah. I'd be pulling so much tail. Is it because you're like sensitive? You're like a sensitive hippie with the man bun? I don't know if it's about sensitivity. I think it's about like maintaining like control over long hair. I've got long hair. No, you don't. I've got like shaggy hair. No, you don't. You just have an atrocious haircut, is what you have. <laughs> really? You just look bad. Is that bad? You just look bad. Shit. That's the end. <laughs>